0: I think at the end of the day, the message is very clear is don't be bored and take this opportunity to to do things that you've never done before and make it happen. Don't be afraid to fail. It's okay to fail.
1: Absolutely. Fail forward, fail often.
2: Monday and good evening from London. The sun is shining and it's been a beautiful Easter weekend despite circumstances.
1: Happy Monday indeed and good afternoon from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Welcome back from the holiday weekend and thanks for joining us for another episode of Nourish Your Drive, Experiences Beyond the Destination. I'm Veronica.
2: And I'm Krista.
1: And we are proud to bring you our second recorded guest episode today featuring Jerry's son. Jerry is a Shanghai native and London resident who started his career with Apple. And he's currently juggling a few different startups. And we're going to get into a bit of that detail later on. But Krista, you asked Jerry to join us for this episode by and large due to his ability to network and make connections Everywhere he goes, and that is surely a very special skill.
2: It really is. Um, Jerry is a close friend and neighbor who I've had the privilege of getting to know over the last two years while we were here in London. And what amazes me is his ability to find possibility and connection in every experience he has, from a simple visit to a local restaurant or when he's on a fitness retreat in the Bahamas, which is the topic of today's conversation. It's an incredible skill that impresses me, and to be quite honest, I have yet to meet anyone who hasn't liked Jerry, so this should be fun.
1: (laughs) Cool. I can't wait. I'm getting the privilege to meet Jerry virtually, and I did do some stalking on his IG page. I will admit that. (laughs) Sneakerhead and plant lover. So I got really excited. <laughs> but during this episode, um, I know we're going to get to speak to him about a few different topics today, and we should have a really good time.
2: I can't wait. Let's get to it. So welcome, Jerry, to the Nourish Your Drive podcast. It actually feels pretty silly because I'm welcoming you while I'm literally right across the hall, uh, but we're in special time.
0: <laughs> special indeed. Um... You know, we're so used to having the regular conversations in our whole and now we just wave at each other at our doors. But yes, thanks for having me today, Krista and Veronica. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Krista shared your background with me to a certain extent, and I'm impressed by your journey. I think our listeners will be too. So let's tell the audience a little bit about your background. You grew up in Shanghai, but then moved to London when you were 18. So half of your life in both places, right? Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, I call both Shanghai, where my parents are still there, and in London, where I've been, well, my entire adult life home. I came here for university um, and I ended up staying, um, and I own my own flat here in Wandsworth, in London. Um, so I've called. that's my home basings.
2: I'm conscious of the fact that your parents and extended family are still in Shanghai. How's your family doing? How are they managing the lockdown, especially being separated from you?
0: Um, I think they're doing well. Um, I mean, the outbreak happened when I was in Shanghai for Chinese New Year, so we kind of locked down together for a period of time. Then I uh, had to come back to London because of work, um, but I think we we keep, um, you know. FaceTime each other almost every single day, uh, make sure that they know I'm okay, and I wanna make sure they're okay. Um, I also keep regular conversations and uh, calling with my grandparents. Luckily, I have my both grandparents are still alive and I just want to warn them and make sure that they don't leave the house. They understand the whole circumstances, but Shanghai is much better, um, in a much better situation right now. Um, So the rule itself is less strict in comparison to London and the rest of the world.
1: I think that um, this social distancing has really been something that everyone has had to adjust to. But one of the things that I saw from a friend of mine who's a therapist, she had a chart and she said, social distancing, not people distancing. And I think that our ability to use technology to really stay in touch and engage with our family is really, really a privilege, right? So... Um, we know, and especially for myself, family is a really important part of one's overall travel experience and, and how we see travel. When you think about your level of experience, Jerry, was travel important to you and your family when you were growing up?
0: When I was in school, um, we didn't travel much. I went to boarding school in China. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I had time off, I went home and spent time with my family. Um, my father traveled quite a bit for work and the school was priority. So the time we had together at home was very special to us.
2: I can understand the traveling, especially because my father traveled a lot when I was growing up. So the time you have is very special when you have it. But how did travel change for you once you made the move to London and as an adult?
0: Um, I think travel has become a a necessity for me right now, uh, which I recognize as privilege. However, it become part of me and now a part of my work as well. I travel to experience the culture, but it also helps me to unwind from the day-to-day uh, and the center myself. I also love sharing those experiences on social media. Um, so I were to check out my Instagram.
2: Yeah, Jerry's son, Jerry underscore son.
0: Yep. If you check out my Instagram, you will see all my posts from adventures. Um, less about me and more about the landscapes.
1: Awesome. The pictures that you share on your Instagram, Jerry, are absolutely amazing and inspiring. And like I said before, I definitely was stalking with the scrolling. I was like, oh my goodness, this is an amazing picture. Um, and, and so much life as well to what it is that you're putting out there for your followers to followers to experience. I think it's powerful to see the world through someone else's eyes and to be honest, again. I'm super like fanning over you. You take some pretty dope pictures. (laughs) Thank you. So (laughs) you're welcome. You mentioned that travel has become essential to you. Would you say almost spiritually?
0: Uh, Yes. Um, So recently I did a um, personality test. Um, I realized that I'm a bit introvert, Um, as I understand you are as well, Veronica. Yes. Um, (laughs) Unite. <laughs> and a <laughs> contrary to popular belief because I am, I'm always out mingling with people. Um, I like to meet people and I do the, um, I do need to reset time. And uh, I've committed to myself that each year I take a trip to recenter myself and, uh, you know, sort of revisit the past experience in the day-to-day life and uh, um, analyze it. And how can I do better?
2: you take a number of trips and I know we've discussed a few of them, including your trip to LA for your 30th, where you got to see Kobe Bryant play. You know, that trip sounded pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, that trip was incredible. Um, I fell in love with LA. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people disagree with me. Um, but, um, it's one of my favorite place to visit, When I want to go somewhere to relax and recharge. That is definitely one of the places on my list. The reason why, one of the reasons why was, um, there were a lot of social distancing in LA um, because it's such a vast city, um, people all driving their own car, so you don't really get to see people. And in a way, in comparison to London, um, I find that space is so important when you get away from a busy city. So uh, for me, LA is quite special.
2: I honestly haven't thought about it from that perspective. I mean, coming from the States and now contrasting London, you're very right that you know, I used to drive everywhere and have that alone time to listen to music or to cruise and not be around others. But here in London, you don't get that because every transport vehicle has someone else on it. So
0: exactly,
2: that's a really good point. Um, but you've been to so many places over the last 10 years or so. But from what you've shared, the most impactful one of these trips has been the one to the Bahamas in November when you went on a fitna- uh, fitness retreat with your mate, Anton. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's right. Um I think the whole direction of my life had taken um, change due to visit the Bahamas. At the time, I was trying to find a balance in my life. I was working for a startup called Patch Plants. Um, after 80 years at an Apple in account management team, um, and I was trying to find the balance between personal and professional life, that retreat couldn't have entered my life at a better time, I would say.
1: That's amazing. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the retreat? Who ran it and what was it about?
0: So, um, my best mate Anton he um he basically signed both of up for the the trip to it's called a, a company called Helios retreat um the because I was born in the year of nineteen eighty three a uh, year of pig um so I'm sure everyone's familiar with fry festival um and those pigs become so famous in Bahamas due to the documentary um so I was talking about it all the time is like, oh for, for my birthday I really want to go and see the pigs and Anton come across the Helios retreat that he's been there before he said why don't we just go to um, Bahamas for your birthday with this fitness retreat and I understand that you are into fitness you want to find the balance between professional life and also personal life so I said yeah um, so a little bit of background of Helios retreat it's a it's a boutique fitness startup um, with hosts of fitness and travel expeditions to different locations around the globe. I um, was also taken by my own experience that I've now signed on to um, heads up the expansion. Uh, funny enough, um, the format is very unique. Um, as at each location, we host a guests in one central location and provide meals and the fitness activities throughout the day all hosted by um, certified sort of fitness and trainers every activities hit workout yoga running hiking etc are optional but inspiring to the community you built, which really encourage you to get focused and to take care of you
2: so i remember you coming back from this retreat and how um, much of a difference it made because before you were literally working till all hours of the night. And you came back from this retreat and you're like, I'm gonna make time for workouts. Um, but before we get into that, tell us more about the Bahamas trip specifically. You mentioned the pigs, like where did you guys stay? How many people were on the retreat? What was your initial impression? Did you do other activities?
0: Yeah, so um, this trip was on a very nice island. Um, I think it's the longest island out of all the Bahamas islands. Um, it It was a private villa owned by a Dutch businessman uh, who's retired now um, travel he sailed six months of a year and uh, another six months staying in Bahamas um, so Hugo the CEO uh, the founder of Hillary's Retreats was able to secure the locations and uh, find the um, the trainers from Barry's Bootcamp. Uh, when I got in there. Um, it was just beautiful. The villa itself is so classic. And you can tell um, whoever decorated the entire place or build the, build the house put a lot of thought into it. And um, it, was, it, it was brilliant. Um, the seaside was beautiful. Private beach was so quiet. The sands was so fun that you can actually put on your face and have some facials. Um, I mean, the, the whole impression, it was just wow. Um, I can't give anymore. And, and then there are 12 people almost arrived at a different time. Um, all trainers introduced themselves individually. We say hi to each other. Um, funny enough, it was half the group who were American. Um, so six Americans and six British. Uh, that are six British actually, including me, Chinese actually. Um, so yeah, I mean they 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 the first impression just wow. And then you, you see you see everyone else who are um, very into fitness, that's sort of like giving you the encouragement of saying, okay, this is not for a festival, it's actually a real thing.
2: I'm laughing because the one thing that stuck with me through that whole entire comment was the fact that you're telling me I can use the sand, the pink sand for facials. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> the first time I've ever heard you no. say that. Um, but I think for our listeners, because what we'll do is we'll post on the blog some additional details about some of your favorite spots, but um, were there additional experiences that you took other than going to go see the pigs? I know it's on a specific island that you would suggest or recommend?
0: Um, talk to locals. Um, this is the one thing I would say, um, it just comes from me. I like to mingle with locals, understand their culture, um, mm-hmm. have a conversation with everyone. And um, funny enough, one of the guy was carrying my luggage at the airport uh he turned out to be a taxi driver as well as a bartender um awesome. so you know <laughs> so conversation carry easily from that um i just asked him about the day life it's a very easy life over there um there's not much to do uh tourism is main thing and the real estate so they most of the people on the island um they actually have um, two to three jobs. Um, there's also we also did a, a turtle tour, so naturally there were turtles just in one area. They come and visit, and then you just feed them squids. Um, also, we went to a sandbank. Um, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's just a huge, huge block of sand in the middle of a sea, where you can stand on it. We saw stingrays there. It, it's incredible. Um, the whole place is beautiful. The sea is so blue. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm just in love with that place.
1: That's amazing. I think it's so important when we go to places that are not where we reside permanently that we really have an opportunity to engage with the local people there because you learn so much more about the rich culture of a space. And so um, that's pretty dope. I love that, Jerry. So I want to go back to your comment on Helios. You've joined the leadership team of the retreat, um, the fitness boutique, which is amazing. So I would say that that trip must have definitely been truly impactful um, on top of the other projects that you're running for. Um, let's
0: Yeah. Um, so in addition to work with Helios, um, I'm also a, um, an interim COO for another startup called the Covert.art. Uh, it's a platform for emerging artists who wants to get their artwork out there in the world Um, I also curate the Vaporfly Worldwide Community for runners Um, you can find me on Instagram but um, it's a brand for those who love running
1: that's pretty awesome and, and a lot to balance so out of everything that you're juggling at the moment how are you able to balance that
0: um so again back to that bahamas trip that i realized um it's very important to have a routine um so when when we were in bahamas we we woke up we have a cup of coffee and we started doing workout um that made me realize i could do workout in the morning um so mm-hmm. the for me to wake up is cup of coffee and uh, workout in orange theory um but right now, um, I just do insanity max thirty. That, that's that's how I maintain the the sort of sanity. Funny enough, I'm doing insanity. <laughs> but uh, once you got out of that insanity part, the rest of your day is gonna be um, within that 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 um, the, the peaceful parts. Um, you know, the juggling things is all about how you schedule it and uh, and what is priority. I always talk to my team about. What is urgent and what is important mm-hmm. what's urgent is' definitely important what's important may, might not be urgent so you might you can take that later stage so um to understand that part then you can manage your life way better and manage your day way better
1: absolutely
2: I feel like I'm just listening to what you're mentioning and all the different projects you're working on you do have a quite a social media following like you do have a an opportunity to influence and impact so How do you use those social media platforms today to share a little bit more about your message of finding that personal work-life balance and making sure that people consider that as an important part, particularly when we're all locked in at the moment?
0: Yeah, so um, for my personal accounts every morning, um, I I, I do post my workouts, not all of it. I do post um, what workout I'm doing. how much sweat I've had on the floor <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, if I had additional weights or additional thoughts things that you can do um, I sort of share with that and um, as Christa would know that I also took a new project of cooking um, awesome. I, I'm sort of person that don't really cook because my social life is quite busy I prefer to eat out um, and uh because now we're locked in, restaurants are shut, bars are shut. So I started watching YouTube and learning how to cook. I, I share those cooking things to demonstrate that anyone can start taking a project and it um, doesn't matter whether you've done it before, give a try, see how it goes. And I would say it's quite successful so far. I've done quite well. Um, I'm, I'm not blagging, but I, I think I did quite well.
2: I tried um, one of them and, today, so, it was so. actually pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> considering someone didn't cook. <laughs> um, and uh, funny enough, also in my apartment, I have a huge kitchen island. So this is, um, I think the money worth um, investing in um, back then. What I look at now, it is worth it. Um, also from my running community, um, so the Vaporfly channels, most of the people um, prefer outdoor workout and out about, And it's very challenging for all of them and um, so what i do is i share um you know share other people's photos like who's working out indoors what sort of exercises they do um i also share tips um you know um of like being creative there's one hashtag i keep using a lot it's being creative um many 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 followers, they, they start drawing on their own uh, vapor fly trainers. Um, so I, I think it's, um, I encourage you, so it's two different things. For my personal channels, I encourage people to be, um, to to don't be afraid to take things that you never done before, uh, try new things, now you have time. And for the um, the running channels, what I try to encourage people to be more creative and instead of uh, physically busy, make your mind busy. Um, so I think at the end of the day, both of them is just try to... The message is very clear is don't be bored and take this opportunity to, to do things that you've never done before and to make it happen. Don't be afraid to fail. It's okay to fail.
1: Absolutely. Fail forward, fail often.
0: Exactly.
2: I wonder if you might share a little bit more about your own journey. Jerry, I know that you're you're more of a shy person and people don't believe me when I say that, but you are like, you don't love um, to be in the spotlight, but you do find your way there because people trust you. And I think, you know, is there anything that you would want to share some last comments with the folks that are listening about how they can feel um, brave enough to take some chances and go on a trip and do something different um, that may change their life?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I would say there's there's someone used to tell me, I actually gonna use two uh, sayings that people used to tell me. When someone told me, don't say no straight away, say yes or maybe, um, because you never know this opportunity will come along again. Mm. So grab the opportunity while you can and give it your best shot. Um, you know, I I I am an introvert um, and I, times times, like, I, I prefer to stay alone. Um, when, when, I, when I'm in that amongst a huge group of people, I'm not gonna be the first one to be noticed as I listen um, and engage in the conversation by understanding other people before I project who I am. Um, and another, another saying that um, someone gave to me and I think it was very valid, um, it's um, you, you only die once, but you live every day. So make your every day count. If you can travel, Go different places. Don't stick to your daily routines, normal routines when you're in another country. Uh, try to understand the culture, talk to local to see what they eat, um, how they behave. They're very different from us. And by understanding that part, you might be able to pick something that would be useful for your daily life when you're back to your own country.
1: Absolutely. I always say that there's no growth in the comfort zone, right? And so when we have an opportunity to really go out and experience a different culture or a different time and and space and environment, it really is an opportunity for us to reflect and and really see what's around us. And and I love what you said about taking something from what you may have experienced or learned and apply it to your everyday life. So that's right on par with what we want to encourage our listeners to do when it comes to nourishing their drive and really being able to experience not only the beautiful thing that comes with travel, but what are you actually taking away from that experience that you will be able to apply to different parts of your life or even be able to share with someone else on their own journey?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jerry, for joining us today and sharing more about your experiences. I'm sure we'll probably feature you again because there's just too many trips to only do it once, but yeah, um... I agree. <laughs> For all of our <laughs> listeners, we really appreciate you tuning in. We'll post more details about Jerry's favorite places to visit in LA, but also details about his trips to the Bahamas, including the pigs, of course, um, but also more about Helios retreats in case you're interested in checking out more information on that as well. So we'll have that on the blog. So be sure to check out the website, nourishyourdrive.com for more details.
1: As always, y'all, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you back for another session where we explore experiences beyond the destination.
2: Thanks for listening. For more information about our guest speakers, their favorite locations, or the Nourish Your Drive project, please visit nourishyourdrive.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with your network, and don't forget to subscribe on whichever platform you're listening, and please be sure to let us know what you think by leaving us a review. If you have any questions for our guests or requests for specific locations, please drop us a note at nourishyourdrive at gmail.com. Until next time, continue to explore experiences beyond the destination.